Welcome to A to Z Sports powered uh, by the BetMGM app. Make sure you follow us all over uh, social media. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time uh, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us, and they help out with you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at Renters Warehouse. .com. Wilson County Hyundai, check them out in Lebanon for uh, your new vehicle. Make them a part of your car buying process at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Uh, the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. So, Thanks to Facebook for not sending out that notification yet. We're almost four full minutes into the show, and <laughs> Facebook hasn't notified our 75,000 followers that we are live yet. Uh, but hopefully that notification uh, will pop up. But appreciate you guys for going ahead and jumping in the show this morning. So, Luke, uh, no Deontay Foreman back, right? Correct. And Deontay Foreman, who was uh, a big ad midseason for this Titans team last mm-hmm. year, does not come back as the Titans backup running back to Derrick Henry. Yes. But Foreman had a, I think, had a very productive, very solid, encouraging performance in the second half of the season and helped the Titans get that number one seed with what he has, uh, what he was able to do. But now he goes to Carolina for a one year, $2 million deal. And I see Titans fans all over social media. You included uh, Luke, not necessarily the fan part, but the social media part of saying you gave Jeff Swain three and a half million dollars, but you couldn't give Deontay Foreman two million dollars yeah. to be back with his team. How did you feel about that situation? Well, so I'll start with how I don't feel because I had someone tweet at me last night and say Foreman's every give every bit as good as Derek. I'm like, no. oh, all right, let's let's take a pause there. Look, I I don't really care a whole lot. Like, this is not going to make or break their season. I think they can draft a running back or do what they did last year. Buck made the point on his uh, Gary Ashton questions of the week on Instagram that, you know, last year they replaced an MVP candidate with two street guys. So why would they spend money when they proved last year that, that they don't need to? And that's a fair point. I do think uh, Foreman was a good fit in this system he fits what they do in the running game. He's tough. He's physical. He can carry the load. He proved that all throughout the season. If the Titans had beaten the Steelers, Deontay Foreman would have received legend status for his performance in that game. You remember he got hurt, uh, and then he came back two plays later to convert a fourth and one on a bum mm-hmm. ankle. That was really, really cool, really impressive there. Uh Maybe he gets a better opportunity in Carolina. You know, there's rumblings that they're going to move on from Christian McCaffrey. Perhaps he's part of a potential Deshaun Watson trade, and he becomes a starter there. He certainly would never be a, a starter in Tennessee so long as Derrick Henry is here. And uh, healthy. Look, it, <laughs> MB right? says, if Henry gets injured again, we'll be scrambling just like last year. They, they didn't really scramble. I don't remember a freakout. They won the very next game. With yeah, Adrian Peterson I, against, and Deontay Foreman. 
against the Super Bowl champions in their exactly. place on Sunday Night Football, right? Like the, the Titans, there's one thing the Titans do not do, and that is scramble. So I think that was a yeah. good point by you right there. So, so to, to sum it all up, my, my Jeff Swain tweet was more a dig at Swain than it was a why didn't they sign Deontay Foreman. I do think, though, that that, that money probably would have been better to spend on Deontay Foreman. All told, though, this is, you know, if we did big deal, small deal, no deal, this is very, very close to no deal, I, I really think. Well, and I think, look, Deontay Foreman was great, but Deontay Foreman can happen again if the Titans need to have Deontay Foreman happen again. They did it yeah. twice. Dontrell Hilliard was also really solid, and they found that guy off the couch as well. And so the the thing with Deontay Foreman is he was the most stylistic comp to Derrick Henry the Titans could find. And so he was able to fit their offense, be explosive, and be productive for them in that short period of time. But well, now you, he, he, he was the second try because try number one was Adrian Peterson. Well, they, they, I think they, they, it was a simultaneous attempt. They brought yeah, in Adrian yeah, Peterson sure, and sure. Foreman the same week because when Adrian Peterson had his first practice with the team, Deontay Foreman was doing the same get reacclimated to contact type of drills that Adrian Peterson was doing that Derrick Henry did later on when he came off of injured reserve. So, look, do I think it, it would have been better money to, to give Deontay Foreman two million than Jeff Swain three and a half? Hell yeah. I absolutely believe that would have been better and smarter for the Titans. But I do think the Titans can go find a backup to Derrick Henry that's cheaper than $2 million. And the cap situation is very tight. So I'm not been out of shape by this. This is Deontay Foreman potentially getting a better opportunity. And, yeah. and the Titans were able to create that for him. And he took advantage of that of the opportunity he had here last year. And now he can go get his NFL career, uh, you know, kind of restarted again since being a third-round pick from Houston. Exactly, exactly. So now the Titans still have work to be done. They signed, what, A.J. Moore, who is a mm -hmm. special teams defensive back yesterday. That's really the only thing that's happened uh, since Tuesday or, or I guess Monday when they brought back Ben Jones. They go oh. out and get Jamarco Jones. Marco Jones, big Jamarco deal there. Jones, who I, I still don't believe is the answer for what they're going to do on the offensive line there. And we talked some about that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but so not a ton of deals that have been done. They bring back Nick Westbrook, Akina, and some other uh, you know, young guys that were tendered. So what work, Luke, do the Titans still have to do, in your opinion, in free agency? Well, I think they probably need a receiver and a tight end. And I, I don't know how um, good those players need to be. I'm not saying they need to go get a – a stud at either of those positions, but I want them to add a veteran that doesn't stink at each of those positions. And unfortunately, I don't know that Jeffrey or Jeff, Jeffrey Swaim doesn't fit into that category. They, they need someone that can do stuff to sort of sound uneducated. Like they need receiver. They need tight end. That's, that's all told. Yes. I, and I, and I agree. So let's go ahead and ask everybody this question. Which position should the Titans prioritize moving forward in free agency, wide receiver or tight end? Which position should the Titans prioritize in free agency moving forward? Is it the wide receiver position or the tight end position, knowing that they've brought back Jeff Swaim and Nick Westbrook-Akine? So there's, they're bringing back two of their guys that were role players on this team last year. Before we get to your comments, 
and your answers and our answers. Let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who you should go to and who you should trust. That's the folks at the Bone and Joint Institute. They've got over a dozen doctors there at their facility in Franklin. We were there earlier this week. Luke was like, oh my gosh, this is like a five-star hotel of a medical facility. They've I mean, got look it at all- it in the bottom right of the screen. Yeah, I mean, look at that thing. It's winning awards, guys. It is literally winning awards, awards across the books. So whenever you get hurt, nowhere to go. Bone and Joint Institute. It's the region. It's the Middle Tennessee region, Southern Kentucky, Northern Alabama. I guarantee you, and this is no offense to the people or the states of Kentucky and Alabama, but those two states don't have anything like the Bone and Joint Institute. I guarantee (laughs) you that. So check them out, boneandjointtn.org. And also, you need to download the BetMGM app, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because they've got a great deal going on for you right now. Because if you're new to BetMGM and you sign up today and you use the promo code A to Z200, now it's not the one on your screen, A-T-O-Z-200, here's what happens. Put a $10 money line wager on a college tournament game, and when either of the teams in the game hits a three, that $10 becomes $200. But that is only on BetMGM and only with the promo code A to Z200. And Luke, and Luke, real quick on the BetMGM train, I do have a quick nugget, some quick news to announce because we do A to Z sports picks every Friday at 2 p.m. But it's there's a lot of college basketball being played this weekend. So what do we do? A to Z sports picks will be live at 10:30 a.m. Central. That's 10:30 a.m. Central Thursday, Friday. Saturday and Sunday. So if you're trying to bet on this tournament, you need people you can trust. Like if you want to bet tonight, Brian Edwards already texted me Rutgers plus one and a half. But if you want to go bet uh, tomorrow uh, through uh, Sunday on the tournament, bet MGM a to Z sports picks uh, that is going live 10 30 AM central time, all four uh straight day. So get ready for that with Alan and Brian uh, coming up. All right, now let's get back to the uh, the Titans conversation. Uh, who, which uh, position should the Titans prioritize moving forward in free agency? Should it be tight end or should it be the wide receiver position? Luke, I'm going to send you yeah. to the comment section to see what you think. Well, so what I'm seeing before I pull up any individual comments is it's pretty significantly leaning tight end there are some receiver answers tighten overdrive says uh wide receiver um I'm, I'm just going to try to find another one chris says wide receiver tighten up says wide receiver but it's lots of tight end answers that's what mr clean says that's what scott says albert danny ethan uh dylan eric albert brandon right all these people dj Davidson, all these people are saying that tight end is what the Titans need more than wide receiver. <laughs> Thank you, people of the chat. I appreciate, like, I love the, I love the people who watch our show who are smart. Unlike uh, Bryce, who says we don't care about college basketball. Uh, so, what well, one, uh, I care about making money and winning bets. And that's what I do with BetMGM and A to Z Sports Picks helps us out. So, but everybody besides Bryce who answered tight end, (laughs) I am on board with that this morning. You absolutely need to go out there and spend any type of money 
you could possibly create in cap space on a uh, on another better than Jeff Swaim veteran tight end. You have to have this. Jeff Swaim is not good. Like Luke said, he does not fit the criteria of uh veteran uh player who doesn't suck, <laughs> who can do <laughs> things. Jeff Swaim does not check those boxes. So you got to go find somebody who absolutely can. And so you also have to draft a tight end. And I've said mm -hmm. this uh, throughout this off season, tight ends take a little longer to kind of get their feet wet and get their yep. feet under yep. them. And so, and there's, and look at the two, look at the two draft classes at the two positions, the tight end draft class, I think has some really good players in it, but they're more day two early, maybe third or fourth round uh, that I think fits there. The uh, wide receiver to interrupt. Sorry. sorry, the Titans got an extra fourth and a sixth yesterday from compensatory picks. So yes, yes, and uh, you know it looks like some people are having issues with the stream uh, in the chat. I think it's just uh, the individual situations and not us because everything everybody else is going fine. So just you on a couple of you guys. Yeah, coming. I'm looking at it on another tab. It's right, good. same here. So um, just wanted to correct that real quick or mention that. But the tight end draft class, really good middle round prospects who might need to be able to take a year or a year or so to get acclimated to the NFL game. But at wide receiver, you can go draft somebody in the at 26 in the first round who can be a quick impact as a rookie. You can draft a guy in the third round who can be an impact as a rookie, as long as it's not Des Fitzpatrick or somebody like Des Fitzpatrick. So I think you need to prioritize moving forward the tight end position uh, in free agency now that we get going. Officially, the NFL opens up uh, today at 3 o'clock Central. I'm going to say something that I don't know that the, the man I'm filling in for today has ever said. Austin, I'm going to tell you why you're right. <laughs> okay? Oh, wow. Okay. At wide yeah. receiver, which yeah. there's a need there. They got to add someone, whether you know this week or, or in April. There's a need there. But at tight end, you know what you don't have? You don't have the tight end equivalent of A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. And that's why it's a bigger issue. That's why it's a bigger need. Because at wide receiver, if they do nothing, which would be a travesty, and I would kill them for that, you still have two pro bowlers. Mm -hmm. Or is it tight end if you do nothing? It's old Jeffrey Swaim, or, or as my buddy Connor would say, Geoff Swaim. So that's the difference here. You at least have some pieces to work with. One outstanding piece to work with in A.J. Brown at wide receiver. You don't have anything close to that at tight end. And, and as I have said, this is not an offense that is going to use tight ends a lot. That was an Arthur Smith thing. But, but Todd Downing became more an 11 personnel guy, which is fine. Uh, that's kind of how the NFL is working these days. More 11 personnel than 12 personnel. Three tight ends versus, or three wide receivers versus two tight end sets. Um, but you got to have a tight end who fits that criteria we've been talking about, right? You don't have to have Jimmy Graham, Rob Gronkowski, George Kittle. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham meaning Saints Jimmy Graham, not the... Nonsense. Not the current, the current yeah. Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Um, you don't have to have that, but you also can't have Jeff Swaim, Anthony Ferkser. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm reading some <clears throat> some comments. Um, 
And Joshua says Tyler Conklin or Max William at tight end. Uh, then draft Jelani Woods or Jeremy Ruckert. I think Jeremy Ruckert and Woods are both <clears throat> high uh, potential tight ends that you can get maybe mid draft. But I, I think that's where it's at. And and we put this up there. I'll throw up the, the graphic again. Excuse me. <clears throat> this was the available tight ends going into free agency. Now, <clears throat> Dalton Schultz gets the tag. Uh, Zach Ertz gets an extension. Gronk is probably going to play with Brady. Uh, I think CJ Ozama goes to the Jets. Evan Ingram signs. Where did Evan Ingram sign? Evan Ingram went to um, Jacksonville. Yeah, okay. I, I was thinking he went back to Jack, or he was one of the group that went to Jacksonville on the bus there. Uh, Mo Alley Cox back to the Colts. And so, who are your options here? Gronk, are you going to be able to win Gronk yeah. uh, over Brady? I doubt it. Uh, Tyler Conklin has been my guy the entire time. Jared Cook, who is uh, somehow still in the league. He's almost 35 years old, and he started his career here, so I doubt that happens. Gerald Everett, who I think is a good option there. And then Durham Smythe might as well be a better version of Jeff Swain because that's his type of player, and you're not going to bring back Anthony Ferkser. That's been established. So really it's down to Tyler Conklin and maybe Gerald Everett that are your options here. And I really do think they need to have one of those guys, Luke. I wouldn't hate Jared Cook coming back. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't shut that down just because he played for Mike Munchak back in 2011. Now, there is one guy <clears throat> who is not on that list. Other two guys that are not on that list. OJ Howard did not pop up, right? I, I sorted that list by receiving yards last year. So there are two guys <clears throat> who did not pop up on that list that I want to get to. One of them we've talked about some this week. The other we have not, uh, okay. but he lives in the Nashville area. How about that? George Kittle. No, not him. There's another There's another tight end that lives in the Nashville area that maybe the Titans can go after. So I'm going to tell you guys <clears throat> about that. But first, let me tell you about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plan. That's better coverage, better rates, better service. And if you're talking about being a part of Tennessee – then and if you want to be a part of this community, Farm Bureau Health Plans will help you out. They'll get you better health coverage at a lower rate with actual service. There's so many different ways that you can jump on board with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Zach did it by having Zoom calls and phone calls with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Jack Gentry did it of A to Z Sports by walking into their Franklin location. And they have over 200 locations across the entire state. So it doesn't matter what area you're in. If you're in the state of Tennessee, Farm Bureau Health Plans can help you out. Get right with your health coverage and, and help you out there with their flexibility, and their rates, their service. Learn more about a plan for you by checking them out at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. You also need to download the BetMGM app and give them the promo code a to Z 200, because when you do, when you give them that promo code, they will give you the following deal. $10 money line bet on any college hoops game. And when either team in that game hits a three, that $10 bet becomes $200. That is only with the promo code A to Z 200 and only on the king of sports books, BetMGM. Yep, so uh, I mentioned we're going through the Titans' potential tight end targets in free agency. Uh, we've talked a lot about Tyler Conklin out of uh, Minnesota. We've talked a lot about 
uh, you know, some other guys, Gerald Everett is a popular one, but OJ Howard is what we mentioned on Monday when we we're at the bone and joint Institute. I, mm-hmm. I do not think OJ Howard uh, would make sense. Uh, you did like the idea of OJ Howard did. as a veteran. You think OJ Howard and, and Jeff Swaim is good enough for your veteran tight ends? I'll say this. It's certainly better than what they had last year. I mean, like, and here's the thing too, that you have to think about where's the money for this coming from? Cause I think they're over the salary cap right now. They're, they're right around it. They're teetering uh, that salary cap edge. So you got to make sure that, you know, obviously you got to be right, but they can create extra space if they need to, but we do know that they need another veteran tight end. And so OJ Howard, I am out on, I would be more in on Robert Tanyan. Uh huh. Robert Tanyan does live in the Nashville area. He lives uh, a little bit outside of Nashville in Ashland city. Uh, but Robert Tanyan is a free agent. Robert Tanyan tore his ACL early in this past season. So his timeline would make sense for him to come back and play uh, right around and, and be good to go for training camp off of his ACL. And this is like, what can the Titans afford? They can, they could afford Robert Tanyan on a one year deal after an ACL tear to go prove it again, to come back and then get big money uh, in the next off season. And mm-hmm. so the, the thing with Robert Tanyan is his relationship with Aaron Rodgers is very tight. And so does Robert Tanyan want to go back and prove it with Aaron Rodgers, where he had double digit touchdowns two years ago and prove it there and go get big money the next season or does he want to drive 30 minutes down the road from his house in uh, Ashland City to go to you know play for the Titans? You know what is what is that situation there? I think Tanyan makes a lot of sense. I'm surprised we haven't talked about him yet. Well, I've been I've been waiting to drop the he lives in Nashville <laughs> nugget for uh, a few weeks here ever since the Aaron Rodgers is building a home in Brentwood uh, nugget mm-hmm. there too. Yeah, I, I think that Tanyan would make a lot of sense. Look, I think there are multiple options that would make sense. I don't think O.J. Howard's the best choice. I just think he fits what they need in terms of that versatile player who is capable in the pass game and the run game. But I'm really starting to worry about the money, Austin. Okay. Where's it coming from? Are they going to punt some more contracts and, and, and ask Kevin Byard to – take money now as opposed to later and, ter- and I mean, would, is Kevin and... Byer going to have a problem with that? No, <laughs> but I'm saying but, there are going to have to be something like that. And, sure. And, and you're uh, just continuing to punt these cap hits down the road. That's why Ryan Tannehill's cap hit is so high this season because they did that with him last year. Right. Right. No, no doubt. I completely agree with that. So I think another one you can rework is Taylor Lewan. Like Lewan does have a $14 million cap hit this year. Uh, and we already knew that his dead money was like under $2 million. So you could rework Taylor Lewan and give him money now. And it is an, ex- an extension for Lewan or just a simple restructure for Lewan. I'll pull up Taylor Lewan's contract now so we can get more into the actual uh, you know situation okay. here uh, about what it might be. But, you know, you can rework that Lewan deal. Oh, man, it did not hit the right. There we go. <clears throat> the right Google search there. Don't you hate when that happens? You think it auto fills, but it didn't. Did you so the 
Taylor contract or something? No, it just said Taylor Lua, no uh, end. And so I, I didn't get the the contract didn't autofill like I thought it was. All right, so he's got his cap hits 14.6 this year, mm-hmm. but uh, his cap hit next year is 14.8, and that's the last year of his deal. So do you want to restructure a little bit of Lawan or maybe even give an extension to Lawan to pay him? You know, Do you give him a two-year extension? That, and that really creates a lot of cap. Now, that two-year extension, he would be 35 in the last year, that contract, but you'd be able to get out from it before then. And Lawan's playing good football. And, and so I think you want to keep Lawan around for as long as you can. So that's one that you could do there to create some more space. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like you're just punting it. You're it's not eliminating it. It's just, you have to deal with it next year. But here is the gamble with that. Cause it is a gamble. You're absolutely right. And the thing is that all, the TV, the TV contracts and soon to be TV slash streaming contracts for the NFL are going to be absurd. Yeah. Absurd. And so that means the cap will continue to bump significantly. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's tough right now is because of what COVID did to it. But now that, that the NFL has financially recovered or is in the process of of financially recovering the cap will continue to grow by 20 mil per year. It feels like, and then like Amazon is going to go pay uh, Kirk Herbstreit $11 million to do a, a, a foot, an NFL game. So Amazon's going to go in even harder Woo-hoo. on these new contracts and just extend the cap even more. Not a big Kirk Herbstreit guy. Well, you only have to deal with them once a week on Amazon. Um, yeah, that that's a fair point. And, and, and I think you're right. Like, I think, I don't think it's a gamble that the cap's going to grow. Like, I, I think it, based on the structure of the rules, it legitimately will. Yes. And you know it will, but you don't, but you don't know the exact number. So you're, you're yeah, doing the, yeah. the salary cap gymnastics, you know, of a prediction, which in, in, in an estimate, right? It's an educated guess, but you still, are not entirely sure what it's exactly going to look like. So you got to be able to, you know, gamble and, you know, smart uh, with that. But I yeah. do think extending Lawan would be beneficial for this team. And I'm talking about extending him one or two more years. And he's likely not going to play the last year of that extension. He might mm-hmm. even retire before then. We don't really know uh, based on how his, you know, his age and his longevity and all that as well, but I, it does give you a lot of flexibility. And what have we talked about Luke? This is the window now, right? Like Uh, I see, I don't really believe in that phrase window. I think as long as you have a quarterback, you have a window, but the Titans have this window of Derek Henry being the best running back on planet earth. And you also have this window of the defense. We watched this past season of being constructed as it is. You just bring back Harold Landry because of the window. You're restructuring your offensive line, but to take advantage of the window that you have with AJ Brown, Henry, and Julio Jones, and Tannehill, and this front four and the in the DBs. Like you've got it right now. If you restructure Lawan and extend him a little bit, you're taking advantage of the window. And mm-hmm. be damned about 2025 or 2026, as long as you win in the window. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are we saying? Win? Win a Super Bowl? Well, yeah. 
I don't think they're going to do that. But Well, I mean, I, the odds are they're not going to, but they just had the best record in the AFC with the most injured uh, roster in football history. So, it, again, things are changing around them, but you have to be able to be ready for it. Yeah, yeah. I, sure. I mean, that's, that's a way to create money. Yes. All right, so let's get to this. We've talked a lot about the tight ends. We have not spend a lot of time about wide receivers. Cause I, I know Luke, you do think they need a veteran wide receiver, right? Yes. And that it, is true. It, yeah. A veteran wide receiver who doesn't suck and can do things. Those yeah, are your yeah. requirements for someone between Chester Rogers and Deandre Hopkins. Like we're looking for someone in that that's a, space. That's very, very wide. It's yeah. very wide space. <laughs> that's wider than Deandre Hopkins catch radius. Yeah. Is what that is. Yeah. Immediately. I see one name that pops up and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> we haven't even asked a question yet. I haven't even said anything. And you guys are bringing this in here. Uh, as Bryce continues to be Debbie Downer, wet blanket, angry guy in the comment section, we will ask this question. <laughs> Who is a free agent wide receiver you want the Titans to go after? Who is a free agent wide receiver you want the Titans to go after? Let me tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go. Check them out in Lebanon uh, to find out uh, uh, really what kind of ride you can find yourself in and what they can do financially to help you out get in that situation because it is a tough time to buy a new car uh, this this age, right? It's you know the chip shortage and everything that's happening with inventory, so you have to make sure you can trust your dealership, and you can absolutely do that with Wilson County Hyundai. Payne Bone and his team do a great job of getting the right ride for you and the right payment structure, whatever that might be, the right financial planning. They'll take care of you. So, and it's not downtown prices. It's out there in Lebanon. Easy trip. Sunrise drive out to I-40 East in Lebanon. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go. You also need to download the BetMGM app because when you do, if you are a new customer, you can use that promo code A to Z Sports. Or excuse me, you, we use the promo code A to Z200. I get thrown off by the graphic. Use the promo code A to Z200, A-T-O-Z-200, and you put a $10 money line bet on a college hoops game. Either team hits a three, that $10 bet becomes $200. Only with the promo code A to Z200 on the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Yep, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued with nominal drawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So, Luke, uh, who is a free agent target the Titans should um, go after at the wide receiver position? I'm going to go off on Juju, but I, I do want <laughs> you to read the other comments from people in the in the chat about who they think the Titans okay. should go after a wide receiver. Let's see. Obviously, Juju is the popular answer. That's what Ethan says. That's what TK says. That's what Steven says. Uh, Adam is being the heel in that situation. He says, no, 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 not Juju. We have a Jarvis Landry here from Marquis. Uh, James Washington, Mikey Fleck. Fun fact about James Washington. When I tweeted about him torching uh, LaShawn Sims, LaShawn Sims blocked me on Twitter. So mm, maybe go. that could come full circle and he could become a Titan. Byron Pringle offered by Bobby. Uh, let's see. Mike says Allen Robinson. Mike, no. hate to break it to you. That's not realistic. They can't afford that. And Troy says, please, not Allen Robinson. 
Allen uh, Robinson's the best guy out there. There's I've no doubt. A, yeah. I've seen There's a couple no of the best guy uh, Cole Beasley. That's what TK says. Um, top tier bringing up a good point. He says, thank you to the Jags for messing up the wide receiver pay scale with their nonsensical deal yeah, yeah. to uh, Christian Kirk. Yeah, go ahead and, because we were talking about that pre-show, go ahead and dive into that of what's happening at the wide receiver market because only six guys have agreed to terms in the con- yeah. in the wide receiver market. Yeah, there's this rumor I've seen, and I think it's probably true, that the Jags doing what they did with Christian Kirk has made negotiation impossible for teams because think about what's happening. You know, a team comes, let's just take Juju Smith-Schuster. Let's say a team comes and says, we'll do two years, 25 million for Juju Smith-Schuster. Well, then Juju's agent says, no chance. Christian Kirk, who is better than Juju, but not by a whole lot, got $21 million annual value. And then that team says, Yes, that did happen, but that was the Jaguars being stupid, and we're not going to do that. And then you're at this impasse, you're at this standstill, and and it has created a market issue. I'm not an economist, but but there is a problem with the market and the supply and the demand right now at wide receiver. Yeah, there, there is. And so, Luke, should you want me, I'm going to ask you. You can answer the question. Okay. And then I'll go off on the juju thing. So who, who is a free agent wide receiver that you like for the Titans to go after early on Monday, you mentioned you like DJ Chark. Yeah. He takes a one year deal uh, to go to uh, Detroit for 10 million. So, yeah. so that's out. So now where are you, where are your eyes going? Yeah. And, and that is something I think would have made a lot of sense for them. I think right now, looking at the list of free agent wide receivers, I, I don't want Jamison Crowder. I keep getting told that I am not as high as I need to be on Jamison Crowder, but he's, in my eyes, a slot guy, and I think that their slot guy needs to be A.J. Brown. I think you want him in the slot as much as possible. So, looking at other options, other names on this list, one that sticks out to me is Emmanuel Sanders. I think he would fit in that category of you're still going to draft someone high, but having Emmanuel Sanders is certainly better than having Chester Rogers. That's how I would look at an Emmanuel Sanders signing. I don't think he would cost a whole lot of money. Uh, but a lot he is 34 years old. You know, that's not great. But it's just like a lot of the good names are sort of gone, at least the ones that I think are fits. Maybe James Washington, he's probably better than Chester Rogers. But you know, I'm I, that's probably as good as they're going to get, unfortunately. Yeah. Valdez Scantling, like, you're going to have to get someone that's not a whole lot of money that's better than Chester Rogers. That's sort of the goal at wide receiver right now. I almost feel like where the Titans are at, you're going to have to get a veteran wide receiver that you're looking to find upside in. I don't think the Titans are going to get somebody who's an established name because I think the Titans should draft a wide receiver high. I really do. I, I am all, I am team draft wide receiver in the first round. Oh yeah. You, you've got Harold Landry back the offensive line. Sure. You're having to make sure uh, that you're reshuffling that, 
But I think wide receiver in the first round is the direction you need to go. And here's what I want to say about Juju. If you are someone who wants the Titans to sign Juju Smith-Schuster, then you also believe the Titans should move on from Julio Jones. And if you think that, okay, that I'm, I'm, I'm not, you, you against mean right now move on from Julio Jones after June 1st. Okay. So Juju and Julio at this point in both of their careers are the same type of player. They're an underneath route running possession receiver, big body, maybe help you out in the red zone. Both are show the ability to be willing to run block. I think Julio showed that for the first time in his career this past season, but for Julio Jones, he fits that role. Now, if you you don't want and you can't afford both Juju and Julio. Now, if you want to sell me on sign Juju, then cut Julio Jones after June 1st to save you money, then I can understand that opinion. But if you want the Titans to sign Juju and keep Julio, I don't I I that makes zero sense to me. And so I think it's, I think the veteran wide receiver free agent is going to be a guy like Deshaun Hamilton from Denver or Byron Pringle. I didn't necessarily hate that uh, from the Chiefs or Shard Higgins from Cleveland. Like that, that's going to be kind of, it's the Josh Reynolds from the Rams. Like that's yeah. exactly the type of veteran receiver, Demarcus Robinson. I mean, you can go the same, you know, all those Chiefs guys who have been living behind Hardman and Tyreek Hill and Kelsey the last couple of years. Yeah. Or what just you bring want, back, or just bring what, back Marcus Johnson. Yeah, you do that too. I, I think what you want is uh, Josh Reynolds, who's not going to quit on the team. That's what you want. You want that $2 million or less, because Reynolds was, he was 1.75 guy, who's you know maybe versatile, has some ability, has a track record, but he's not going to cost a whole lot, and he's not going to dominate, but he's there and he's reliable. Josh Reynolds could have been that if he didn't give up when they traded for Julio, which I firmly believe is what happened. Yeah. Because did you notice what, what he did in Detroit? Right, he was and I liked scratch here. Uh, yeah, I liked Josh Reynolds last year. I also thought Keelan Cole would be a good uh, fit last year in free agency. Now, he is also back on the market. Um, so I, that's kind of what I feel like the Titans are going to have to do now. Keelan Cole, just a one year, uh, year, one year in New York with the jets, but that's that again, that's how I feel. If you are somebody who is on the juju train, then that means you are jumping off the Julio train. You can't be on both. You, you just financially fiscally cannot do that. So, but I, I think the Titans should keep Julio. I think Julio needs yeah. one more shot. And I and I've told this to Zach. And I've told this to everybody who watches, but Luke, you're you're on the show today, so I'll say it again. So you look at what happened with Ryan Tannehill and Corey Davis in 2019. They were not on the same page because a lot of times when Tannehill was the backup to Mariota in the offseason before 2019 season, Tannehill was getting a lot of those practice reps with AJ Brown and with Anthony Ferkser. And what happened? Those those three guys clicked in that 2019 season. In 2020, Corey Davis enters the chat, and he has a solid season and got paid by the Jets big money. Julio and Tannehill did not have that opportunity this past offseason 
just like Tannehill and Corey Davis were not on the same page in their first offseason. So give it this upcoming offseason an opportunity to see what they can do this upcoming year. And if it doesn't work this season, then you can move on, maybe from both. But I think you at least give Tannehill and Julio the opportunity to do what he did with Corey Davis in 2020. So in and my thing with Julio Jones is I don't think you you don't gain anything by cutting him because the June first cut because you can de- you could cut him today and designate him as a June first cut but right. you know when you get that money June first you don't get it right now so they don't gain anything for free agency by cutting well, him. Well, you're just you're gonna have to and, and that's kind of my point that I don't even I don't even think. That's there's no, as, there's no value in moving on from Julio. No, Jones. you'd have to, in order to sign Juju, you'd have to restructure Lawan like we talked about a few minutes ago. Yeah, because Julio wouldn't come off the books again until June first. Now, I do want to mention so one he, other wide receiver. Here's the here's the numbers on that though. A post June okay. first cut saves the Titans nine and a half million. So that's a nice yeah. chunk. You know what that does? That allows you to have your summer wiggle room that John Robinson likes to have. Mm-hmm. And and to be able to go, you know, sign Kenny Vaccaro because Jonathan Cyprian tore his ACL on, on August 2nd or whatever that type of situation that happens. Yeah, but I think Julio Jones is more valuable than that. That's my thing. No, I, I agree. And I am, I am on team keep Julio Jones. My yeah. point of bringing this up is if you want Juju, that means you can't have Julio. In, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And Mark Jones continues to comment Jawan Jennings, Jawan Jennings, Jawan Jennings. Jawan Jennings signed a contract with the 49ers, so he is not available, Mark. If you love <laughs> Jawan Jennings that much, keep up with what happens with Jawan Jennings. One other receiver, one other Tennessee alum that I have seen thrown in the chat a lot is Cordero Patterson. What do, what do you think about that? Is he your, is he your Deontay Foreman replacement? <laughs> I think he could be your Deontay Foreman replacement and your Trip Rogers replacement. I mean, Cordell Patterson would be a he'd be too expensive for the Titans. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is what what does uh, over the cap say about his value? Because uh, is he even like what position is he? Yes, <laughs> all of them. All right, I'm trying to find. Uh, this he was a one-year deal for three million this past year. He does not spot spot does not have a market value on him uh right now. But the problem with Cordell Patterson is that he is a return guy and gadget running back. And the Titans could use that, but not for what it's gonna cost to bring in a guy who's you know 30 guy, he's 31. He'll be 31 this season. That's crazy. I'm old. Coming off a career year. Yeah, I know that. But like the fact that Cordell Patterson is 31 years old makes me feel old because he was at Tennessee the year after I graduated. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyway, but uh, yeah, that that's just not in the books for the Titans. They just don't need that player. I agree. I think that would give Todd Downing an aneurysm because he wouldn't know what to do with him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like what would Todd Downing do with Cordell Patterson? He would what, try to turn him into say, Julian Edelman. Yeah, which is not Cordell. I've said this since Cordell Patterson was drafted in the first round from the Vikings in that 2013 draft. 
You just give the guy the ball eight times a game. Like I don't care how you get it to it, him. It, you, took, it took a long. It took a decade. It took Arthur, Arthur Smith to, to freaking do it. And of course, Arthur Smith is smart enough to figure out what Cordell Patterson is. Just give him the damn ball. He's going to break some tackles and he might score a touchdown. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. weird and wacky, but that's what CP does. So, but no, the mm-hmm. Titans cannot afford Cordell Patterson. Yep. Cordero Patterson okay. should be what they did with Debo <laughs> Samuel in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 All right. So again, my, I think my final answer on the veteran wide receiver is a guy like Byron Pringle. Now what's his market value going to be? It's at 3.2 million. I think that's, you know, that's something the Titans could probably pull off. Yeah. Someone guy, like that, whether it's yeah. Pringle or not. But I, but I almost feel like if you're going to go out there and sign that guy, then you might as well just bring back Marcus Johnson. Because pro- my problem with Johnson is the injuries, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, but the guy was the only one who stayed healthy in training camp. Everybody else got hurt in August, and he just got happened to but, get hurt right but before he the season. Ended started. camp on IR. Well, he in, no, he ended. He started the season. He ended on the preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got put on IR with final cutdown. He made the roster, then he got put on IR. Yes. So, again, nuanced things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but that's my point, is that Marcus Johnson was doing some good things with this offense, and then he got hurt, unfortunately. And when he came back from the injury, he did good things there, too. Then he got hurt again. So, if you're going to go spend money on Byron Pringle or Deshaun Hamilton or, you know, comparable guy, didn't just bring back Marcus Johnson and see what it does. Yep. Yep. All right. It is time Luke for throwing shade. I've had my shade ready to go since Sunday. So everybody else get your shade ready. It is that time. Every Wednesday we wrap up the show with throwing shade. We're real quick. We tell you guys about renters warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a bunch of different ways that they can help you out with you and your family. They can create extra cash flows. Uh, they can create, they do create long-term equity, which helps you out with long-term wealth and get your retirement plan ready. Cause you don't make money in real estate. When you sell it, you make money in real estate when you buy. So you don't have to sell, you can sell, but you don't have to sell uh, your home. When you move out, use renters warehouse to continue to create extra cash flow and build your long-term wealth at renterswarehouse.com. Download the BetMGM app. Use the promo code A to Z200. And when you put a $10 money line bet on a college hoops game and either team in the game hits a three, that $10 becomes $200. Just a reminder that uh, A to Z Sports Picks will be live Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the basketball uh, games that will tip off early. The games tip off at 11.10 each day central time. So uh, A to Z sports picks will be live at 1030 central. So they'll be able to watch it be done by the time the games tip. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for A to Z sports picks with Alan and Brian right here on the same channels. You're at presented by BetMGM. We're excited about what that's going to be. All right. Time for Luke and us to throw. Shit. All right, get your shade in here. I'm reading some shade coming in. Uh, Honky Tonk says, shade on people leaving dogs outside. I I am all in on this. (laughs) Yes, bring your dogs inside. 
dogs deserve to be inside. Dogs deserve to sleep in the bed. Dogs deserve to be on the couch. That's just how I feel. Uh, you know, dogs deserve to, to do whatever the dog wants to do. But I, I'm with you there on on that honky tonk. Uh, more shade. Um, G-Man says, shade on DirecTV fools on the phone with them. Four different agents and each time had to repeat my name, address, account number, phone number. Ridiculous. Waste of time. Yeah, that's that's that's. Uh, I, I mean, so so last night I was trying to buy a blazer online and it kept declining my credit card and I got a fraud call from my bank. And so now this isn't my shade, which is why I'm just mentioning this now. Now I feel like I'm going to have to call customer service because I was looking at my bank account and there's like five charges of the amount of the oh. blazer. And then some of them were refunded, but then other ones looked like they weren't refunded. And so I feel like I'm going to have an unfortunate mess on my hands. And that's in just a very like, similar situation to our friend there. And that just ruins your whole day. It just <laughs> yeah. like, and you're like, not going to deal with this crap and can't do things yeah. that I had to do. Uh, Nate says shade on Titans fans saying they should have kept or should traded Henry and kept Foreman. Did that happen? <laughs> did that? Did people say trade Derek Henry to keep Foreman? I don't. I, I, I've I don't seen know. trade Henry. I have seen that. I've seen trade Henry for cap purposes and for style changes, but not for the Deontay Foreman. Lucas says his shade sixty degree temp swings in under forty eight hours, fourteen to seventy four, then mid forty mid thirties in rain. Where are you, Lucas? Uh. I don't think Nashville's been that drastic. It, it can be. Uh, don't kill John says throw shade at the NBA media, not giving love to Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, for Defensive Player of the Year, leads the league in blocks, tie for league uh, in blocks per, and having a monster season. Yeah, I mean JJ Triple J is uh, doing some things, and Lucas lives in Pennsylvania. Well, that I think that kind of happens in Pennsylvania. That's kind of how that goes <laughs> up there. So uh, more shade, Mark, and it looks like Brent. And Jarvis and who else? I'm trying to to bring up uh, everybody who's who's mentioning the Tennessee thing. Uh, Bryce, Bryce is on it now. Bryce has been wrong for most of the show, but everybody who has said that the Tennessee Vols got screwed, uh, they should have been a two seed instead of a three seed. I applaud you, but that's not my shade. But real quick, I haven't talked about it yet. But that Tennessee was the screw job of the bracket out and Texas A&M who got left out. But A&M lost eight to nine games in February. You can't go one and eight in a month and expect to make the tournament. But for Tennessee, they had head-to-head wins over Auburn, who was a two seed. They had head-to-head they had two wins over Kentucky. And they had a way better resume than Duke and were behind all three of those teams. I think the best argument is that Tennessee should have been ahead a of Kentucky, ahead of Duke, behind Auburn and behind Villanova. But it, it was absolutely a screw job for the Vols. But here's my shade, Luke. My shade is that not the fact that Tennessee's a three and should have been a two. It's the fact that they have taken away the importance of winning a conference tournament championship. They have, the NCAA tournament committee has gotten most of their brackets done Almost all the brackets done by Saturday. And so I am watching my university, Tennessee, the Vols, win their first SEC tournament championship since 1979, knowing that it really doesn't mean anything to the committee. So all this excitement that Vol fans are feeling 
towards doing something for the first time in 43 years doesn't help them in their seating. It does. It doesn't make any sense. Why is there a conference tournament if it doesn't improve your seating in the big tournament? Because in my opinion, showing something, showing that you can go win three games in three days or four games in four days means that you should be seated higher in a tournament. We're going to have to play two games in three days and then take a week off and then play again. Like, if you're going to crown a conference tournament champion, it should mean something in the eyes of the committee. And so I think, and I believe, the committee needs to rethink about how they view conference tournaments and restructure how they put together this bracket. And I understand it's complicated because there's 68 teams that you got to fit in this puzzle piece, but that's what you're paid to do. So you have to give value to winning your conference tournament because why it means something. It should mean something. Yeah. That's my shape. Yeah. And I've seen, I'm not a basketball guy, but I've certainly followed that throughout the week. And, and I know Rick Barnes made his comment about, you know, that the tournament has to mean something. Right. Um, and, and like, apparently the win over Kentucky for Tennessee on Saturday didn't mean anything either because yeah. they had already been slotted as a three seed. It makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense. So I am going to give my three free agency shades. Oh, nice. Quick rapid fire. You ready? Shade number one is at NFL rooms. We can nuke them into the sun repeatedly proven as a fraud account that just throws stuff at the wall and they throw so much that eventually some of it sticks. Um, No, just don't block them like I have. Stop sharing them. Stop using it as confirmation bias to give yourself a reason to get excited. Right? NFL rooms is a fraud. That's my number one shade for free agency. Number two, no one over the last week, other than perhaps Andrew Whitworth, has resigned. Lots of people have re-signed. <laughs> that hyphen means a lot. Because if we say they resigned, we mean that it's like Andrew Whitworth. They're retiring. They're re-signing, okay? Put the hyphen in there. That's number two. Number three, Mark says, Luke must have some kind of grudge against that account. Yes, I do, because it's nonsense. That's why I have a grudge. All right, finally, number three, stop calling it the legal tampering period. We are finally <laughs> reaching the end of that today at 3 p.m. Central Time. It will be over. Legal tampering, that phrase makes no sense. Legal tampering is an oxymoron. Tampering inherently implies something illegal. Just call it the negotiating period or or the pre-free agency negotiating period. Stop saying legal tampering. And this is propagated by people on Twitter who have hundreds of thousands of followers saying legal tampering. These people should be smarter than this. So no NFL rooms. Hyphen, resign, not resign. And it is the negotiating period, not the legal tampering. Thank Very you. Very good. Thank you for listening. This has been brought to you by viewers like you. Thank you. Yeah. I actually do have more shade because Dustin, who's a Kentucky fan, brought it to my mind. And it. I got to go back and find Dustin's original comment. Dustin said, um, Oh crap! Where'd it go? It was, it was, it was. He was laughing at salty Tennessee fans who were crying 
over the seed. <laughs> and here is my shade for Dustin and Kentucky fans like Dustin. Here he is. Salty Tennessee fans. Ha ha ha. Now who is crying? Well, Kentucky fans were literally crying when they walked out of that arena on Saturday for losing to the Vols for two out of three games this year. And also, it wasn't Dustin, but it was another Kentucky fan who tweeted at me on Saturday after Kentucky loses to Tennessee saying, well, you know, Kentucky's more worried about the NCAA tournament than they are the SEC tournament. That's thing losers say. Losers say that. If you win, you don't say that. Kentucky fans were acting like losers. (laughs) <laughs> on Saturday because like, well, you know, we didn't win, so we didn't care anyway. No, get that mentality out of here. That's a complete <laughs> cop-out baby stuff right there. So any Kentucky fan who said to themselves, well, you know, we're worried about, Coach Cal's worried about the tournament anyway. Who cares? The SEC tournament doesn't mean anything. Who cares about that? Uh, no, you would have cared if you beat Tennessee because you would have rubbed it right in our face. So yeah. don't be that loser Kentucky fan. Yeah, we all know those people like lose at video game. Well, I wasn't really trying, you know. We'll yeah, play no, again. That, I'll try next really time. I was just letting you. I'll just let you at it. No big deal. Mm. And Adam says, "I just lost you." We'll see who will cut the nets down down the road. Like I, I'm not talking about Kentucky and Tennessee's route to the final four or anything. I think <laughs> Coach Cal bitched and complained for years about his. Uh, draw every t- every year, and he finally got a bunch of mid-majors <laughs> in his route. It worked out for him. But I just think Kentucky fans, and it wasn't Dustin, it wasn't Adam, but a couple a couple of them came in my mentions on Saturday like, yeah, we weren't worried about this this tournament anyway. It's all about the NCAA tournament. It's you guys are flip-floppers. <laughs> that is the end of my shade. Fantastic. All right, we will see. You- I-, I actually will not be in tomorrow. I'll be out, but Zach is going to be back. Uh, tomorrow so tomorrow more titans news more titans coverage there's a lot of conversation going around uh with the quarterbacks in the nfl as well so we'll see what happens uh uh throughout the day and uh we'll see you guys on thursday appreciate it thanks